Please be advised, nothing in this podcast should be taken as therapy, medical care, or mental health care advice. Topics discussed by the host and guests reflect their own personal experiences and are not intended to replace the services of medical or mental health professionals. And please know, if you are having any thoughts of self-harm or taking your own life, please call or text 988. Help is available 24-7. Welcome to another episode of We All Have Something, a listener-supported podcast. And hey, if you're a supporter already, thanks so much. Being a supporter means you're helping this podcast stay ad-free for all of our interviews and standalone episodes like this one. And if you're interested in becoming a supporter, you can just click the link down below in the episode notes. Every episode has that link available for you. Check it out. If you want to become a supporter, guess what? You receive a personal email of thanks from me. Plus, I'll send you a couple of our We All Have Something podcast stickers suitable for sticking on your water bottle, your computer, laptop, whatever you want. Wherever you like to put cool stickers, it works out perfectly. I'll also mention your name on the podcast with your permission of course. And again, thank you to all of you who have already supported this podcast. I mean, we're, we're rolling along into season three here pretty quickly. I think what this comes out at the end of May. Can you believe it's we're almost halfway through the year? We're about to jump into summer. For those of you with kids in school or if you're in school yourself, we're about to jump into summer session or summer break. Seasons, man, they're going by fast. And speaking of seasons, that's exactly what I want to talk about in this episode. But I'm not talking about the standard spring, summer, fall and winter. No, I'm talking about the seasons of your life. But let's hit that intro music first. I'm Rick Schwartz, life coach, public speaker, and all-around curious guy. My curiosity, my life, and the lives of the many people I have worked with have taught me time and time again that there are challenges to overcome and successes to celebrate. You're listening to We All Have Something, a podcast about the human experience, a podcast about celebrating our authentic self. So let's get started. This has probably happened to you at some point in your life. Now, you may be consciously aware of it in the moment, or it takes some reflecting and looking back, but I'd be willing to bet you've had a time in your life where something has happened, whether you chose to do something different and really focus on it heavily, and it became the main focus of your life for a while, or something outside of your power happened that changed your focus and your ability to do the things you want to do, per se. That being said, I think we can all look back in the last couple of years and and collectively we experienced the pandemic, but I think not collectively, we all experienced it and handled it perhaps a little bit differently depending upon where we were in our life and what was going on and how we were already mentally and emotionally in our life. That said, I want to talk about what we refer to in coaching as seasons in our life. Now, Before we jump into it completely, obviously there's the four seasons we're familiar with that happen on an annual basis. There are people who will look at that and say there are four seasons to your life, and as you go through them, winter being the end of life, etc., spring being the beginning of life. There are also those biblical and spiritual side of things about the seasons of your life and how to go through them and experience them, whether it is truly beginning, middle, end type experience, or whether it's just seasonality phases to each portion of your life. There's a lot of different ways you can describe it, but for the sake of this particular episode, I want us to look at this more in the sense of seasons come and go in our life. We're in the season of doing something or in the season of dealing with something, and we have to recognize that it's seasonal in the sense that it will come to an end, for better or for worse, that we need to be aware of when it does come to an end, what are we going to do then? Where are we mentally and emotionally When that season comes to an end, again, for better or for worse, do we then maintain these new habits and behaviors and rituals that we've established within that season? Are we able to step away from that? Can we live 
with intention? Can we live intentionally with the idea that now that season's over, I need to create new habits and routines? Or maybe you don't. Maybe the new ones you've picked up really serve you well for where you are in life now. And these are good things, good part of your seasons, right? So let me share with you my experience. This I'm recording this on a Saturday. The four weeks leading up to this Saturday have been a season unto themselves. And I knew it going into it. I will. I want to preface it with this. We can have seasons where the boss says something or does something. Illness strikes our family or us. Something big happens that then changes how we do our day-to-day and how we can function in our day-to-day. So that's kind of the idea that we're stepping into a season. Now, we can choose this also. Like, I I didn't choose my season change four weeks ago, but I knew it was coming because it was on my schedule for a work project I was working on. And of course, we can choose our seasons as well. Let's say you decide you want to start a big project and you know that for the summer months, you're going to be working on this big project. Maybe you're going to redo the yard around your house, or maybe it's a work project that you're super excited to spearhead. So mine was a work project, one that I was put in charge of. I knew it was coming. I knew exactly when this season would start and when this season would end. Sometimes when we choose our own season, we don't get to pick exactly when it ends. We know when it's going to start and we have a projection perhaps of when it should end, but maybe other things come up and change that, right? And other times too, when season changes happen in our life that we did not choose or plan, we don't know when those will start, do we? And we don't know when those will end sometimes. But coming out of this, it reminded me the importance of being intentional. It reminded me that if I don't choose to step out of the behaviors and activities that were around this season, that I might end up repeating them out of habit and ritual. So as we know, we've discussed this many times before in this podcast, habits and rituals, these are things we do that eventually we do them frequently enough, they become part of our normal existence. The brain learning something or doing something new has to do a lot of activity, spend a lot of energy around that. Once it's done it a couple times, though, think of it like a computer program. You have to spend a lot of time writing that code. But once that code is written, well, it's now a program. You can just push play on and it goes. That's kind of a that's kind of a way to look at habits. It goes into your basal ganglia, the lower part of your brain uses a lot less energy to just play that routine, play that habit, if you will. Then over time, habits can become routines in the sense of we just you get up in the morning. If you have a morning routine that is really solid, you don't even you can be thinking about seven other things while you're getting breakfast ready, brushing your teeth, doing your hair, makeup if you do makeup, whatever it might be, getting the kids ready for school, all of that. And you could be out the door to work and be like, I don't remember anything I just did because your mind was actively working on or thinking of other things while you went through your routine. So that's what a routine is, a pre-programmed situation. Habits are the same way. Habits, several habits build a routine essentially. So with me being in the season I was in, it was to work early. It was home late. It was working then after dinner on the computer, catching up on emails and everything else, putting a lot of other personal things and side projects completely on hold while I went through this season. Now, I had the luxury of knowing when this season was going to start, and I had the luxury of knowing when this season was going to end. That being said, four weeks of established habits, creating routines of how I'm going to exist, what my mindset is as well. I'll tell you what, when my alarm goes off five in the morning during that season, it was hit the pedal to the metal. I've got a lot to accomplish in a short amount of time to get things ready for the morning, to head into work early and get things done. The mornings that I had to be responsible for my daughter as well and getting her to school, getting her breakfast, getting her lunch, all of that added to all the things I had to do, which means I really had to be focused first thing in the morning, 
get everything accomplished for myself, getting ready for the day, and for my daughter. So with that then, it can create a mindset of how I react to my alarm going off. How do I react to waking up just before my alarm? And what are my thoughts? And how do I engage with my morning? And that follows me out to the rest of the day then, of course. How do I interact and work through my day? What is the energy I carry with me and what am I thinking? It serves me very well in the season of work, in the season of this work project. It served me very well to be at that high level of performance first thing out of the gate in the morning. Come home, continue to work hard after I'm done with dinner so I can jump back into getting emails done and communications done before the next workday starts. Weekends filled, packed with getting things done around the house that were ignored during the week. Weekends filled and packed with getting ready for the next week. You see where I'm going with this. We can easily fall into this high-performance lifestyle or, or the lifestyle of whatever the season is we're dealing with, whatever it might be. I'm using work as an example because that's, that's what it was for me this time. But honestly, take a step back from maybe the work example and think about seasons in your life and how in the past have they possibly influenced then the rest of your life after that season has passed, that you have, you've basically taken what your routines and habits were around that time and they became then how you were living your life. That's one of the coaching things we talk about too is you have to live intentionally, right? You have to be thoughtful about what you're doing each day because otherwise life will just happen to you. That's part of this too. Seasons can disrupt our lives enough that it becomes the new norm for us, the way we deal with things, interact with things, the way we react to things. With that in mind then, here's the question for you. How do we behave and act with our world and ourselves when we come out of a particular season? Now, sometimes we don't know we're out of that season. There's no hard stop. It kind of fades into a new season or fades back to some realm of the way life used to be before that season started. We've talked about it on this podcast before, the value of having a plan on how you want to live your life, establishing your action steps and your goals, knowing where you want to be in six months, in 12 months, etc. What is it that you're striving for and your plan to get there and have you plotted the course for that path? Then when a season happens, something comes along and disrupts you, planned or unplanned. Once it wraps up, you can go back to your plan, back to your path. Where was I? Where was I when that happened? Where was I in this process? Do I need to backtrack a little bit before I start moving forward again? Or can I pick it right up where I left off? Versus someone living without that, someone with no plan, no path, no idea where they're going, just letting life happen to them. When a season disrupts, they stay perhaps in that season or at least behaving as if they're in that season long after that season is over. And what does that get them? Where do they go? How do they feel about themselves? So for me personally, again, I was fortunate. This particular season that disrupted four weeks of my life, well, I knew it was coming. I could plan appropriately. I put some things on hold knowing what my schedule was going to look like. Let people know ahead of time, I'm not, I'm not going to be reached. I'm not going to be able to go to that meeting or attend to that Zoom call and schedule everything for after this four weeks was over. Today was the first day. Today was the first day in four weeks I didn't get up to an alarm that was set for at least 5 a.m., if not earlier. Today was the first day that once I did wake up naturally, I laid in bed. I laid in bed and did some deep breathing to relax my body because I was in the habit of waking up and going. <laughs> Pedal to the metal, like I said. My body was conditioned that when we wake up, it's time to drop in some adrenaline and get going. In the past, I relied heavily on coffee as well. I've learned my lesson. I only do green tea now. This morning, same thing. 
But this morning, while I laid in bed and did some deep breathing to calm myself and keep myself calm, I started to also think about some of the things I wanted to do this morning that weren't work-related. What are some things I can do to take care of myself? I made the decision that I wanted to have some tea first and sit for a while and just be quiet and relax as best I can. And then before breakfast, I also wanted to do some slow, calming yoga as well. I haven't done that in, in, well, four weeks, (laughs) at least. The idea was I completely disrupted all the habits and routines that were established during that season of work that had just influenced and impacted all of my life. I wanted to be mindful of really reversing course as best I can. Now, of course, uh, as the week progresses, I've still got work, but I don't have to be up as early. I don't have to stay as late. I won't have to work then into the wee hours of the night after dinner. So I can be a little more thoughtful as well. But I really want to establish how I'm going to wake up now versus how I was waking up for the last four weeks. Again, just an example using work as this example for coming out of a season. But then I also wanted to go back to what was I doing? Well, my podcast, interviewing people, my coaching, working with others in other capacities than just this particular project. What are some of the things I want to do with my family? What are some of the things I want to do around the house? What are some things I want to do for myself that I'm going to be able to reestablish the lifestyle that I want to live that I know is fulfilling for me? That is not just that busy, busy, busy. I got to be busy. Look how busy I am. And I don't want you to take that. If you're in that if you're in that rut right now where it's that busy, busy, busy all the time, and you're always finding yourself busy no matter what, too busy to take care of yourself. I'm not judging you. I've been there. I lived that way for years. It's what got me into coaching (laughs) so many years ago because I fell apart. I crashed. My body's like, you're done. I learned my lesson. And now because I've learned my lesson, I'm able to look at this going into these going, oh, I've got to be careful. I've got to speak up now about how I want to live my life. And I've got to remind myself through the process of that season how I want to live my life. And then I have to take action. I have to be intentional coming out of that season. You know, I can think of another time where I went through a certain season that I was affected by something outside of my control. No plan as far as going into it or when it was going to wrap. A family member of mine was diagnosed with cancer, and an initial diagnosis was with stage four, and it really threw our family for a loop. It was two months of just a whole different mindset and lifestyle for all of us. And as we worked through that as a family, I recognized that it had completely disrupted everything I had been working towards and what my goals were then for the end of the year and the beginning of the new year because of where these two months landed. And I was like, that's cool. I, I'm fine with letting those sit while I deal with what I need to deal with within my family. Then as I rolled into the new year, I was like, okay, I need to really look back at where I was, what I'm doing. Things have kind of settled out. The diagnosis ended up not being as bad as we were initially told, and we got into this new acceptance of cancer being in our family, then it was time to start working back towards how we live our lives. For me, because I live what I coach, I had my plan, I had my path, I knew my action steps, and I could pick it up right where I left off, and it was amazing. First, That was probably the first time in my life of really having a major disruptor occur that then, that then allowed me to test what I coached, to allow me to go, okay, does this really, is this really going to hold up against the trials of real life? And I had been living what I coached leading up to that, but without really putting it through the test, the hard, hard trials of something coming in to disrupt it. It was like, is this real? Is this really going to happen? Is it really going to work? And it did. 
It did. And I think it's pretty awesome to be able to have that experience. Not that I want to wish or have the experience that we went through as a family. Uh, I wouldn't wish that on anyone, but I can look back on how things happened. I can look back on how I had set up my life beforehand to live intentionally, to live with a plan, to, to understand the plan needs to be flexible, to then have what happened happen, to be able to go back now and go, okay, does this really work? And it did. And to then know now, as I almost want to say, I want to say I have less concern. I have less concern over disruptors happening in life because they're going to happen. It's not that I want them to happen. It's not that I'm excited for them or I'm, or I'm, I'm living with anticipation that, oh, it's going to happen soon. I live with the comfort of knowing that when it does happen, that I will be able to manage it. I'll be able to survive that I'll make my way through it, and I know how to put certain things on hold, knowing that it's not gone and lost forever, it's just on hold. And when things settle out of that season, I can pick them back up. I can pick them back up and I can get restarted again. I can I can either take a few steps back to reestablish and move forward, but the plan and the path is there. The value of that, at least for me, is I know I can live intentionally. I know I can live the life I want to live. Is it one of those things where you can snap your fingers and life is exactly how you want it to be? No, of course not. But I can rest in knowing that I have the ability to make things happen, to start steering the ship, for lack of a better example, towards the destination that I want in my life. And that even if something comes up that disturbs that, I can go back and reposition and start again. And like I said, this is what I coach. This is part of the ULA principles of what I coach. This is part of taking what I understand about habits and routines and behaviors where we can look at how do we how do we get where we are? How did that happen in the first place? And once you can understand that, you can look at what needs to change. How do I twist and alter my habits a little bit, change some of my routines to point me towards the life I want? And once we establish that, we we absolutely put in the ULA principles where we talk about the seven key areas of life. We talk about the blockers and accelerators. We talk about the things that, that can bring you joy, the things that can bring you down and how to manage those. We, we put it all together and we really create that clear plan. We, we plot out that path together, working together. We find the answers within you on how you're going to get the life you want, the life you deserve. And I do want to mention this as well. I've had people question me on this. See, ULA is about finding balance in an unbalanced world. The, the coaching principles that I use, it's about finding balance in an unbalanced world. And people are like, well, there's no such thing as balance. You know, as soon as you get close to balance, something else happens and knocks it out of balance. And that's exactly correct. But if you aren't striving to maintain as close to balance as possible, when life comes along and bumps things out of balance, you're already going to be that much further out of balance. It's going to be that much more impactful, throwing you that much further outside of the life you want. Again, you can kind of look at what we're talking about in this episode about seasons, that if I didn't already have my path and plan and everything figured out already on where I'm going, and what I'm doing, a season of disruption comes up. If I didn't have all that, where would I go once that season's over? How would I know when that season's over? How would I know where to even start or what I would want to do after that season wraps? Or would I just keep living in whatever habits and routines that were established during those stressful times, those tough times? By working towards having balance in an unbalanced world doesn't mean you'll have 
perfect balance across all seven key areas. It means you're aware of being intentional to strive towards that balance, to be aware of, ooh, that one, that's way out of balance. I need to put a little more effort into that. I'm going to hold off on that one over there just for a little bit. I need to work harder in this area or these three areas or be mindful of these four areas, knowing I can only really focus on one at a time. I'll focus and create a plan on how I'm going to maintain balance in those areas of my life. That awareness, that intention, that mindfulness, yes, those are all big phrases that are thrown around all over social media now and hashtags, but but when you really apply the principles and you really are aware of it, it changes everything. You get to live your life, your life. You get to live your life. It's so important. It's so important. Instead of feeling like, oh, I got to wake up and deal with all that stuff again just to go to bed, just to wake up and do it all again. What if you got to wake up, take some deep breaths, and think about the things that bring you joy, and know that you're going to have a great day, even if stuff goes sideways? Knowing that you're heading towards and reaching the things you want to do with your life, not the things other people are telling you you have to do. It's possible. It is absolutely possible. It's how I live my life. It's how you can live your life. And I wanted to share with you what I've been through the last four weeks, because I think people sometimes look at coaches and they think their life must be perfect because they have all the tools to have a perfect life. We're human. Coaches are human. I'm human. Life happens. Things outside of my realm influence my existence, and I have to deal with them. Uh, an example about maintaining that balance is like you, you know someone's surfing. While you're surfing, the wave's doing different things. The current's doing different things. Your balance on the board is constantly changing while you're trying to stay upright on the board to, to make that wave something you can enjoy and surf on. Sometimes the wave is bigger than you anticipated, or your balance wasn't quite right, and you wipe out, but you get back up and you try again. I can throw all the analogies at you in the world on this, but the reality is I I live what I coach. I wanted to share that with you because I just came came out of this really tough season. I mean, it it kicked my butt. Yesterday, knowing it was the end of that season last night, I was so tired. I was just toast. And I allowed myself to feel tired because I knew I didn't have any emails to do after dinner. I didn't have to focus on any work after dinner. So I let myself be tired. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> it just could feel the weight of the last four weeks on me. And again, I share this with you because I want you to understand that this is real life. This is even what coaches go through. We deal with this stuff. But I also want to let you know that I live what I coach and it works. If you have thought about needing to implement something in your life other than just listening to podcasts and reading books and you want to take action and you're ready to do it, I encourage you to find a coach that you're comfortable with, whether it's me or somebody else. You know, of course, you're always welcome to go to my website, coachrickschwartz.com. You can find all the information about how to get a hold of me there. You can sign up for a free 30-minute discovery call as well, where we'll, we'll sit and chat. We'll see what you're going through. We'll talk about my coaching style. If we both feel it's a good fit, we'll move forward with there with the coaching program. If we feel like, nah, it's been a great talk, but not quite something that's a good fit for you, no harm done, no big deal. It's a matter of making sure it's the right situation for you and for me as well. I'm not going to just you know have you pay me to be your coach if, if we don't think it's going to work. Of course, you can also find me on social media. Just look for Coach Rick Schwartz. Wherever you enjoy consuming social media, I'm probably there. And if not, then just go to my website. You can check things out, like I mentioned before. And also, you can go to my website to check out all social media links, as well as in the episode notes below, where you can find out how to be a supporter of this podcast. You can find my website and the links to social media as well. All right, that is going to wrap it up for this episode, everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful day wherever you are. Be sure to drink plenty of water and get enough sleep because, my goodness, those two things, it seems so simple, but, man, does it make a difference in how your life experience will be. Thanks again for being here. You know I appreciate you so very much. All right. 
Have a good one, everybody. 